0: Welcome to Unleash Your Greatness. I'm Adam Platt. Today with my guest, Heather Jean. We're going to be sitting down talking about confidence, what it is, how we get it, and how we keep it. So we're going to get into that conversation right after the intro. The question people often ask themselves is, is there more for me out there? Am I capable of more, of doing more, being more, and having greater success in this life? The answer to that question is yes. I believe. Everybody has greatness within themselves, and that success leaves clues, and if we can take those clues, we can unlock the greatness within ourselves. I'm Adam Platt, and welcome to Unleash Your Greatness. Welcome everybody to Unleash Your Greatness. I am Adam Platt. Today, my guest is Heather Jean, and she is an amazing person that is the owner of Attitudes Training and Co-Pioneer of Confidence through cab- Cabaret, correct? Cabaret. Yep, the music. And uh, she has gone through a personal life journey of how to help people open up their confidence and gain greater confidence. So I'm excited to have Heather on today and to talk about that journey and that story and and uh, hear what she does to help people with their confidence. It's one of my biggest uh, things I love to talk about. So Heather, welcome to the show. I appreciate you being here.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so pleased that you said that it's one of your favorite things to talk about is confidence.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely love it. I think it is a key to success in any part of our life that we want to have greater success in is is having that confidence. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's one of the things with our negativity bias that we can really talk ourselves out of.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So tell me a little bit about how you got to where you are today, because uh, you know, obviously I, 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 personally, I believe confidence is a skill that is learned over time as you develop it. It's just like riding a bicycle or, uh, reading, those types of things. The more you do it, the better you get at it. And yeah. so how have you developed your confidence over the years throughout your life? And what are some of the experiences that have caused you to grow that confidence?
1: Wow. Well, thank you for that question. That's a that's a whole podcast just right there. <laughs> <laughs> I... Um, I think that, and I I actually really live by the fact that we all have confidence in some areas of our life. Sure. Um, And then we have other areas of our life where we're not so confident. And if we can use that foundation of where we are strong, where we are confident, then we can begin to take action and grow our confidence in the areas where we want to. So um, I am an extrovert. I have always appeared confident because I always have things to say <laughs> so people always say well that's confidence but that's not true mm-hmm. um in fact I um I think that a lot of times that can be a, a mask or a cover-up or a facade to to not being so confident so i uh, my adult life sort of story was created by um developing these little kind of areas of of my own life that i had some um, what i thought was control it turns out it wasn't but at the time i believed it was so i was a wife i was a mother i was a a businesswoman i i have a a training consultancy so i travel all over the world i run very big conferences for for large companies and so it it would seem that i had all of these i had confidence all figured out Um, The reality is when we live by our labels instead of by our own personal um, journey, our own personal inner knowing, that those labels will eventually go away. And that's true for all of us. Um, So hopefully your children grow up and they're, they're healthy and able to have an independent life, which means that you're not a full time parent. Um, it also means that, you know, things change in, in marriages. In my case, uh, my late husband, uh, had early onset of Alzheimer's from when he was in his forties and very suddenly died a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And so when he passed away, I was no longer a full-time carer, nor was I a full-time wife, nor was I a full-time mother. Cause my, my children left home around the same time as well. And so I had to redevelop my, confidence because i had to rediscover who i authentically am and we are not our labels we just think Mm -hmm. we are because that's an easier way to control things um i also i've had uh, my own training consultancy for over 25 years and it's been wonderful, but then COVID. <laughs> and so two things that my business relied on was large conferences. So lots of people in a room and global, so travel. And um, neither one of those things were really possible. And so being able to adapt and being able to, to, to you know, kind of rediscover who I was, was the first place that I had to go to, to, to find my own confidence. And I think i used to what i've discovered anyway is that i used to show up as a persona as a you know i'm this really together person i'm this really controlled person i'm this you know know what i'm doing um and i made it that way but it it it's because i didn't want to question whether that was really true or not Mm -hmm. and then of course with covid i needed to question that um And my husband passed away two years ago, so I've been living this for quite a long time now because when my business had to halt for that, and then um, I I, I needed to sort of reorganize my family, find my own self. I'm from Canada, so I live in the UK, Um, so I had no family here, and and my late husband had no family. So, um, So it was a really big exploration to sort of say, well, who am I? What do I like? What do I do? Um, and you know, how do I take up space? How do I express my voice as me and not as the business person or the facade that I've chosen? Hmm. It's a big, it's a big journey. Yeah.
0: Yeah, So, wow. Lots of things there that I just absolutely agree with and want to kind of pick your brain a little bit more is these labels that we put on ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. We all do it. And we all try to appear as a persona, I think, at times. You know, when we go into a a job interview, we want to, you know, have confidence. And and we're the expert in that field that we're trying to get the job in. Or when we're with Mm -hmm. our friends, we want to be the, I don't know, comedian or the, you know, whatever, right? Like the life of the party. Maybe we're, I don't know. But I think, or, with
1: the, or with the, the the caring, nurturing one that counsels all our friends, right, or yeah, right, yeah.
0: So these personas that we carry, these uh, you know, mask, if you will, that we put on when we're around certain people, and I, I think that we do it even around loved ones, lots of times, yes. um, our spouses, our kids, things like that. Um, but the labels that's that's interesting, interesting to me to use the word labels because I you know, I think people, for, for instance, you're a, a consultant, right? You're the expert in that field. That would be a label, right? That you would probably, most people would identify you as, uh, you go to work and you're the manager, you're the boss. That's a label that most people identify as. And then when they retire now, they're no longer the boss. They're the guy puttering around in their, you know, garage or, or whatever. And, I think a lot of people at that point, when they lose that label, they lose confidence in themselves, right? They, they don't identify as that label anymore. And so they're like, well, maybe I wasn't really true to who I am or who I was supposed to be. So kind of how can we how can we put aside those labels and really find our true self? Cause that really interests me that, that topic of let's be true to ourself. I I know that there's times in my life that I've struggled with that. And, uh, what would you say to somebody in that situation who just isn't quite sure who they are?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's a huge question. And I think, um, you know sometimes that's difficult to do by ourselves. um sometimes that's where we have you know coaches or guides that that help us with that and ask us those big questions i guess it's i guess it's a bit like you know if you go to the gym you can work out and everybody knows how to do squats but if you have a personal trainer they push you a little bit further so sometimes we need that um but you know i get it i think the key if i had my time again the key would have been to, to stay in touch with who I am, who I'm becoming, how I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I say that not only because it was difficult to go back and figure all that out. uh, And I am, it's a daily practice is confidence, but it's also, um, you know, as a, as, as parents, as I know probably many of your listeners will be, you know, like what are you teaching your children? So unsurprisingly, my children aren't very good at self care. Because I didn't demonstrate right. that. Yeah. Um, because I made I made time for everything else. And when we put ourselves last, then, you know, we're teaching everybody how to treat us, really. You know, it's kind of like that. Are people considering, you know, how are you doing? And are you considering how are you doing? So I guess... You know, if I had my time again, uh, I would go back to to not to even really early language patterns. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, how many times do children get asked that? Right. Yeah. So you have to be something. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 So I, there's, a, there's a, it? It's almost
1: like you're not. you're not you right. unless Unless you unless you find one of these labels for you, like what label do you want to have, yeah. or how what labels do you want to have? You know, I'm always saying to my children. So when you get married, or when you have children, or when you you know all of the the <laughs> those are all labels that I'm setting as language patterns for them, right?
0: Yeah.
1: So so then so then when you get to the stage where you maybe have retired, I mean that's that's. Um, you know, a great example, but or f- or for some reason you're starting over as as I was, then you really have to do that work and say, okay, so who am I? So I had to get really quiet often and say who am I as often as I could tolerate and sometimes that was for a minute and sometimes that was for half an hour and you know and just really sit there and sort of and ask that who am I and really listen to that without the without the internal dialogue that can be your toxic best friend but just you know that just really listen to what 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 do I need and and what answer am I giving and then I would say, you know, you really need to think about what do you want. I mean, I, I had to go all the way back to that, like, what do I want? And I still do that practice. I don't do it quite as often now, but I probably do it every two to three weeks. I sit and and I I'll, I'll do a couple of minutes and I'll just just brain dump what do I want, and then and then I ask it again and I do it again and it sort of gets down into the the, the priorities of it. Um, and what I find is by doing things with repeated practice, then the same things come up, you know, gratitude practices are another one that a lot of people use, and then very similar things will come up, you know, what are you most grateful for? And in this day or in this, in this moment, um, I I think, you know, having done a lot of that kind of work, a lot of people use journaling. Um, so finding tools that work for you, um, for me, because I am a very active person purposely, because I don't like to go too deep into those questions by nature. Um, I have to use a range of those kind of tools. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. some people can have a meditation or a journaling or a gratitude practice and and that works for them. I have to have the whole thing because some days I can't tolerate sitting quietly and some days i can't tolerate sitting writing and some days you know so so i i use all of those but what you'll find is that the same things will come up and if you listen if you really listen you'll know and i think if we do that ongoing and and ideally early enough then we don't lose sight of that you know i i I would kind of dread to think that I could have got to my retirement and then gone. Well, who am I? Oh, none of the things I've just been <laughs> <You know, laughs> in, right. um, because 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 then you know you know that, that's a that's a life changing thing to find out. So just keeping in touch with that, you know, it's a little bit like a you know if you're in a relationship, you know, keeping in touch with who you are and and who. And for them to keep in touch with who they are, and then who are we? Do you know, it's that it's that communication. That's that's work. That's daily work. Right.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Agree. 100. I, I I
1: um I went to um uh, about four years ago, just over four years ago. Now I um decided that I because I was a full time carer then, and I still had one and and then I had a son in university coming home and I still had one one um teenager at home and I I just decided that I would I had had enough of not being seen and that is a fundamental thing that that we all want is to be seen for who we are yeah and what I didn't think about then is okay so if I want to be seen then who am I like I'm I'm not even seen by myself so I don't even know what that question means but I knew I wanted to be seen and I woke up one day, I was at my parents' was in Canada. I woke up one day and um, I just had this whisper in my head saying I needed to do cabaret. And I didn't even know what that was. Now that sounds really weird because it's never <laughs> happened to me before. <laughs> it's never happened to me since. But it was just like, a, and I said to my friend, I need to do cabaret. And she said, what is it? And I said, I don't know, but I'm going to find out. It was the strangest, deepest knowing and I went anyway when I came back to the UK I found a studio that was having a taster that weekend and I went and I hated it <laughs> because it was a lot about taking up space. Mm. Now uh, as as a as a person who runs conferences I mean I can talk to a big room of people and I know I know you do similar you know and yeah. but all of a sudden it was but I'm in this space to be taking up space and being seen as myself, not as something that I'm trying to be, like an expert or whatever, yeah. you know. But as me, and that was terrifying. Um, and I wanted to cry. So I, and I, and I, I, at this point, I, I've cried maybe twice in my adult life. So I was like, okay, what is that? This is very deep and stirring. Yeah. And, um, and, and I decided that this is not life threatening. So there's no real danger here. The fear is within me. And so I explored it. And I took a lot of classes, and I became an aerial dancer, and I became very strong. And it was, it was, it it was, it it became my mindful practice, because you can appreciate an aerial, if your mind wanders, you'll fall. Right. You (laughs) gotta be right there on the thing, doing do what you need to do. And um, and that's that's kind of why we started confidence through cabaret, um, myself and and my partner who's a uh uh my business partner who's um a cabaret artist um and producer. And we we started this because it it was an analogy in you know, if you're gonna be on a stage, it doesn't have to be cabaret, it could be anything. If you're gonna be on a stage, you're gonna be a comedian say you you've got to take up space, you've got to use your voice, and you've got to share your message and that's fundamental. And so yes. we use that analogy in confidence or cabaret to sort of say, okay, what space do you need to take up space? Where do you want to be confident? Where do you want that to show up and what is within you that that can inform that?
0: Wow. Yeah. Powerful and so so unique because when I read that in your your introduction that you sent me about cabaret, I'm like I didn't even know what it was, to be honest with you. Like I had to look it up. I'm like, what is cap? I mean, I've heard it, right? I've heard the name, yeah. but I'm like, what is Cabaret? Yeah. <laughs> and I had to look it up and it's like, you know, music from the 1960s. And I'm like, this is interesting. I I I don't know how this ties in with confidence. So that that's amazing how you've been able to tie that in with confidence. and Yeah. And so cabaret is
1: space. anything from vaudeville. It could be, um, you know, a lot, a lot of people see see shows on TV now about, you know, uh, a drag. It could be burlesque. It could be mm. comedy. It could be singing. It could be any form of, you know, music. It, it, there are so many forms that, that make up cabaret. And I didn't know what that was either. Yeah. And bear in mind, I've now got this in my head saying, I need to do cabaret. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Right. Um, it's dancing. It's, you know, it's, it's a lot of different things, but it's, but the fundamental thing is that it's about expression. Wow. Yeah. And I'm not, a, I wasn't, I, I'm, I'm much better now. I'm, it's a work on in progress, but I wasn't okay with people not being okay with me. That was part of my persona, mm. right? Was that everybody's got to, yeah, yeah, everybody's yeah. got to get along with me. And I worked hard at that, but. Then I had to learn to be okay with not because if you're gonna be on stage, you've got to be you you put yourself out there, right? You, yep. so if I'm running a business conference, they can be not okay with my message. They can be, they can disagree with some of the principles that I'm talking about. We can we can work through that. They might they might not like some of the policy that the company's introducing or whatever, but but to not be okay with me personally, yeah, that's a big deal. And that makes me feel very small and that makes me take up less space. And not only women, but especially women will take up less and less space. Yeah. yeah. Unless we own it. Absolutely. And that's what being on a stage, that's what, that's what cabaret means for me is just, it's about expression.
0: Hey, it's Adam Platt. And I just wanted to jump in here real quick and say, if you're ready to really unleash the greatness within yourself today and you're ready to surround yourself with like-minded people who are going to help you grow and cheer you, cheer you on towards your goals to higher success and achievement. Then I've created a free community called Unleash Your Greatness with Adam Platt on Facebook. Come and join that community. It's free. You can come and join today. And uh, it's again, it's called Unleash Your Greatness with Adam Platt. And people on that community are going to help. I'm in there. I'm going to be commenting and giving free resources on things that can help you grow and succeed in life. So come join today and we will see you on the inside. Yeah, that that's a, that's pretty, that's one, it's a beautiful message because I think that we all, one, we want to be noticed. We want to be, like you said, we want to be seen for who we are and we want to be accepted for who we are. And two, we want to be able to express who we are and and that's a big deal especially in today's age right there's you know free expression and and all these things out there <clears throat> and and of course we all want that in some form or another but lots of times we shrink away I, and and you're right women usually tend to be that way but i would say that men also i, I know that i in many aspects of my life have shrunk away when it came to time to be seen or heard or my voice, uh, put out there. And, uh, even, even just doing this podcast, like I was like, Oh, is is this podcast even going to matter? Is it going to, are people going to care? And, uh, you know, and and I hate listening to my own voice when I, I have to listen back and do edits and, and things like that. Like I just, it, I almost cringe. Right. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I have a voice and I have a message that I want to share with people. And so we all, we all want that in one form or another, but lots of people shrink away from that. They shy away because like you said, they're, they're afraid someone's not going to accept them or, and, and, and the facts are this, that nobody is a hundred percent going to love your message, your voice. Um, you know, I remember uh, I, I really love Tony Robbins and the stuff that he shares. And I remember there was a, a video or something on I can't YouTube or something. I can't remember. And I, I went in. I'm like, I'm curious what the comments are. Most of them were like, oh, this is amazing. This is awesome. But there was people like, why does this guy's voice sound like he's got something in his mouth and, you know, stuff like that. It's like, holy crap. Even Tony gets that. Like, Yeah you know, nobody is immune from people not resonating. Right. And there's always going to be the haters. There's always going to be the trolls out there that are going to want to say something that I've, I've put videos out and people make comments and, you know, just say rude things. And it's like, people are just, and, and it does it hurt. Yeah. But you, you just have to be like, you know what, that's them. That's on, on something they have wrong in their life to feel like they have to attack other people for some reason. Right.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, it's it's one thing to say what well, other people think of you is none of your business, but it's it it is hard to to let that go. Yeah, you know, and I I mean, I would imagine people who live in in fame, you know, face that every day, and in forms of media right, right. and social media even more so, and you know, but but most of the time, people want you to do well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and. Uh, yeah. I, I love what you just said that, um, everybody, it, it's easy for people to say, I don't care what other people think of me. And I, I've, I heard this quote from, uh, her, her name is Rachel Hollis. I don't know if you know who she is, but she said that other people's opinion of you is none of your business. And I love that saying because it's like you everybody cares what people what somebody thinks of them whether it's your spouse or your parents or somebody right so for just to blanket everything and say i don't care what anybody thinks is is totally wrong like if if you say that then you just you don't believe in anybody ever wanting to love you right and that that's not healthy that's not good like we all want to be loved we all want to be accepted by somebody even if it's ourself, (laughs) right. But to put it in perspective of other people's opinion of me is none of my business. That's a different take on it because there are going to be people who will say things, do things that are going to be hurtful. And we just have to be like, you know what? Their opinion should not affect me. It should not affect how I live my life. It shouldn't affect how I am true to myself. And, um, you know, I'm going to focus on the people that do love me and that I do care for and who I do want to impact. Cause there is people out there who need to hear your message or, you know, see you for who you are in some light in some way. And so I think that's important to, to keep in perspective. And uh, it is. That, that's a big message. A lot of people try to put out there is it doesn't matter what anybody thinks. That's not true. And we have to dis- distinguish that, I think. So, um, because we all want to be loved by somebody, so. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, but that starts with yourself, you know, yeah. we, we need to be honest with ourselves about who who we are, um, because it, it helps us not be able to, it, it helps us to be accepting, it helps us to not be so judgmental, because mm-hmm. a, a lot of the time, I almost want to say all the time, but I won't, uh, but a lot of the time, what we don't like in others is what is a, is a mirror reflection back on ourselves and our shadow self and what, what we what we don't want to see in ourselves yeah and so and so we you know we need to we need to really know ourselves um you know we when i when i do classes in in cabaret for example we do a lot of mirror work that is really honest stuff right because it's not looking at the smudge on the mirror it's right. not it's not looking at you know uh other, other things being reflected in the mirror actually seeing yourself that like when was the last time you looked in, and, and looked in the mirror for let's say 30 seconds and yeah. just saw yeah. you yep like that's a hard
0: ask it's hard yeah and and, and not only to look in your in the mirror but to look in your eyes to look at yourself in the eyes and, and really digest who you are. That's, that's a tough exercise. And I, uh, I've had coaches have me do that before. And it is tough, especially when you, you just are like, Oh, I just don't feel good about myself. Or I don't, something's off. Like you're not being true to who you are in some form or another. And you're like, you've got to look at yourself and be like, there's some work to be done there. And I need yeah. to figure this out.
1: Okay, so there's work to be done, and you got to figure this out. But you can still love yourself where you are right now.
0: True. Yes. Yeah.
1: So you might look in the mirror and say, oh, "I wish I looked different in this way, or you know, whatever it is." And you know, for me, for me, the the most important thing is that you know, in, in the cabaret world, we say cabaret is for everybody. But if you look at yourself in the mirror and you and you let's say you, you you're not happy with how your body looks, it doesn't mean you can't love yourself today now in the moment yeah and then that's what i meant when i said you start from where you're strong and then you work on the things that you want to change or the ways that you want to be show up confident and that's what you develop and you do those things gradually because they took a long time to get to where you are now so then to undo that is going to take a long time as well So we work on that slowly and we accept the things that we're strong about. And, you know, we have a negativity bias, you know, so we don't tend to take a moment and celebrate the small things that we've done that were successful. Yeah. That's part of confidence as well. It's going, okay, I'm working on this. And I did this today. You know, I I have this daily thing about trying to drink more water and I try so hard. (laughs) And because I used to drink like all my life, I drank loads of water. And I, and I keep saying, okay, but, I'm still working on it and moment by moment, a little bit by little bit. And I, and I, you know, and I, and I don't sort of beat myself up about, but I didn't drink four liters and I didn't even drink three liters today. You know, it's like, okay, but I'm working on it and I'm, you know, and I'm getting better and I'm, and that's what you need to be celebrating.
0: Yeah.
1: That's where you can start to get stronger and stronger. And that's where you get to feel good where you are in the moment.
0: Yeah. Great uh, perspective to keep is, you know, don't beat yourself up when you fall a little short of what you're aiming for, but be sure to always look back and see how far you've come. Right. And, uh, I think that's a big challenge for a lot of people. They, they want to go, go, go and, and get to that goal or that end result fast. And they fail. Yeah. (laughs) Me too. Me too. And, uh, they fail to look back and be like, how did I, how far have I come? You know? And, uh, it's, we don't give ourselves enough credit i think like you were saying we don't we don't look back and be like you know i'm i i worked really hard on this and was the result 100% what i wanted no but man i learned a lot along the way and dang i did really well and i got so far and you know those those are lessons that we can take and create momentum for the next time that we try to do something and and a, a a part of confidence I believe is, is a learning. Like there's the confidence cycle that I'm sure you've heard of. You possibly even teach, right? You, you learn and you grow. And as you learn and grow and implement, you gain confidence and you're willing to try again. And then you learn and grow and you implement and then you try again. Right. That's, that's how confidence is developed over time. And, um, Because nobody wakes up with confidence. Nobody wakes up. Sure, there's things you can do to inspire yourself and give yourself like a little boost of confidence in the moment, the way you stand and and the way you hold your head up and look people in the eyes and things like that. And that's powerful for short periods of time. But lasting confidence comes over time through learning, growing, implementing. Um, And I don't love the word failure because I think failure means that you just stop trying it's really the only time that you fail is when you stop uh, learning comes from possibly not meeting the expectations you were hoping for right that's where we can grow and and continue on so um, yeah.
1: yeah you know I mean we do have we do we do have that that negativity bias built in but if you if we can do the things that we've been discussing if we can celebrate, the, the, the progress and the successes, and even the things that we fell short on, if we can celebrate that learning from those, then that's when we can start to really internalize our, our successes. So a lot of people are talking about imposter syndrome. We talk about it all the time in our community. Y- yep. You know, it, it's estimated that imposter syndrome, you know, is at least 70% of us experience it in some way. Yeah. And I think, you know, if we can internalize our successes, that that's a huge step to really knowing that our successes are ours right because very often we'll sort of say our failures are ours but the successes (laughs) were because somebody else helped me or because i got lucky or you know they're gonna really find out i i didn't deserve this or they called out the wrong name when they called out the winner or whatever you know it's and and if we can internalize those successes and sort of say actually i worked hard i did this I showed up I learned, I, 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 I implemented, I, you know, and if we can, if we can celebrate those things, that's when we start to begin to internalize our success. And that's when we start to be able to develop that, that more solid foundation of
0: confidence. I, yeah. Yeah, absolutely true. I, I, that totally rings true with what I believe as well. So love that, love that a lot. Um, See. and, I, I, I want to ask, I have a couple other questions that I want to ask you, but um, the first one is I, I put a post out on, I think it was Facebook a while ago. And I said, confidence is something that you're born with. It's something that's learned. And I had a few people chime in and be like, I think that com- people are born with confidence, but then we lose it as children, you know, because it's pushed down. And And I would say that's probably true to a point, but um, I don't know. I, what are your thoughts on that? What do you What do you feel in that that aspect of of confidence and being born with confidence as opposed to people having to develop and learn confidence?
1: So I think it's the, the truth is it's both. I think I think you know if you if you take a a, a young child or or even a baby, you know they they're not they, they have basically two fears, which is a fear of loud noises and a fear of falling. You know and then and then the other things kind of get learned as we go through right um so you know most young children so long as they've had a, a healthy and safe environment they they twirl they don't care you know they're not, they're not worried about who's watching in fact if people are watching it's even better you know it's that it's, that, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. not all children are <laughs> like that um I have four children four grown children so um they haven't all been like that but they've all had their own twirling moments you know of what they could do. They might do a magic show for the neighbor or you know, but there would be times when they felt like, oh, that didn't work. Oh, I'll try something else. Um and then over time, and that then that starts to then then that starts to to disappear and our negativity bias starts to set in and right. and then our peers and our you know friends and parents friends, friends, parents and you know, teachers and all kinds of influences come in. Um so how long that that kind of natural confidence lasts is varied on our external circumstances hugely as as well as as who we are and, and what kind of things that we're born with but um it it is also something that's learned because we have to constantly be relearning it it's not something like riding a bike where you got it and then and then now you can do it for life it's something yeah. that you have to keep on top of it's a bit like exercise yeah it, we just, we, we have to keep doing it and we have to keep doing it. And if you stop doing it, then it won't be very long before, <laughs> before you, before you're not so fit, you know? So I, I'd say it's both. I'd say that, you know, I don't think babies sort of go, Oh, how do I look today? Or how, what do you think of me? Or, you know, yeah. Um, but it doesn't take that long before we start to kind of develop those doubts and, and that is part of our dna as well like it's not only nurturing it is part of who we are because it's part of our success as a species sure. to be able to survive you know yeah
0: absolutely but
1: we didn't yeah. sort of we didn't sort of say hey great campfire today you know when we, <laughs> we when we were you know trying to survive you know we we would look for the, where the danger
0: is right yeah true Yeah, and I I guess my perspective is I I, I do believe that kids come out with a certain amount of fearlessness, if you will. And like you say, the, um, and you said most of them are scared of loud noises and falling. I would say that most of them probably aren't even as scared about falling, right? Because they'll they'll walk up to a set of stairs. They have no idea what that means. Like, oh, what is this? This is neat. And they'll fall down, right? Like they they don't Yeah, or, or I more meant like being
1: dropped. Like yeah, you know, okay. if you hold the baby gotcha. and you and you nope. Nope. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: True. <laughs> so I I guess my my distinguishing factor there is they may have um lack of fear because they haven't they haven't had those those doubts put in their mind yet. But true confidence, like if you take an eight-year-old and you're like, hey, you're, you're really good at basketball. Yeah, yeah, I am. But then you say, hey, I want you to get in this car motor, tear it apart, and put it back together. Most of them are going to be like, "Uh, I don't know how to do that, right? Because they don't have confidence in that area of their life. And that's yeah. something that needs to be learned, right? And so that that's where I kind of distinguish the difference is they there might be a, a form of confidence or lack of fear in certain areas but nobody no child no no person i believe has confidence in all areas of their life unless they continue to develop it now i do believe that you can have a form of confidence that says with enough time and effort i can figure this out and that's a part of confidence right and that's important um but if someone were to even come to me and say tear this engine apart and put it back together i'd be like i don't know what i'm doing that's not my area of expertise and cause I don't have confidence in that area. So, yeah. um, cause I've never, you know, yeah, change a spark plug or something. I can do that, but to tear the whole thing apart and put it back together. No way. I just don't have that, that knowledge. And it really just comes down to learning and growing. And so, Duh um anyways I I just see I love that. you
1: say that because I, I I think there are a lot of eight-year-olds out there that if you said rebuild ascension they'd be quite happy to pull it apart they, they wouldn't even know are, that yeah. they didn't know, and they'd be quite quite blissful about not yeah, knowing that's um, probably true and I I ha- that's how I learned to drive I, <laughs> I I didn't know I didn't know and yeah. then I started driving and then I found out there was a lot I didn't know
0: <laughs> it's true
1: <laughs> you know
0: yeah yeah absolutely and, and again it comes down to that um and, and I guess that, that is a, a form of confidence, like, sure, I'll give that a try. And that, that's definitely a part of confidence, but, um, uh, yeah, there's, there's always going to be something that if you put in front of anybody, they're going to be like, I don't know how to do that. I'm not sure I'm, you know, whatever. Right. So, anyways. yeah.
1: And there are some of us that have, you know, anxiety or, um, in, in some ways, I, I mean, anxiety is probably a, a good example of that, where the, the They, I I have a, I have one of my children has um, quite a lot of anxiety and he says he always has felt that Mm. Um, he just didn't have the language for it. And it wasn't safe to talk about because you weren't supposed to say those Uh, things. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: Whereas I never did, you know, so I, I, I think how we develop it and, and how it expresses itself is different for each one of us, um, which is where it's so important that we're not judging other people because we don't know how it's it's going for them. Yeah. So I I would never say to people, yeah, you can get on a stage, totally, everybody can. Because some people, for whatever reason, at that point, are not able to. Doesn't mean they never can, but they're not able to at that point.
0: Yeah. Well, and and fear, public speaking or getting on a stage is the number two fear in the world, right? For most people. Um, There's death and then public speaking is number two. And that's like, to me, that always blows my mind. Like, really? Like I would say maybe death is number one for me and spiders is number two, but
1: <laughs> I think dentistry is probably up there. for
0: some people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. But you know, and we all have our thing, right? Like we all have our, our fears, but public speaking, it just always amazed me that that is one of the top fears in the world. And you're, you're right. So many people you could, you could give them an opportunity to speak in front of a thousand people and they'd be like, uh no, thank you. I have no desire to do that. And, uh, other people like you, myself and, and lots of others would be like, yeah, let's do this. This is awesome. I love speaking in front of people. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: And some of that depends on like, I, I mean, I'm very much, um, I, I love energy. I, I, I really yeah. am sensitive to energy. So if you get got a hundred people in a room or even a thousand people in a room, I I love that feeling, that energy. Sure. Whereas for other people, that's quite overwhelming to feel that energy because yeah. it feels too much like pressure.
0: Yeah, true. And, and again, it just it it comes down to being willing to step out of your comfort zone and being willing to put yourself out there and and hope that you're not going to get, you know, laughed off stage or have tomatoes thrown at you or whatever it is that fear that we yeah. all feel. When, it's
1: true but I but it doesn't happen very often.
0: No, you're right. Like
1: even the most famous comedians, you know, when they when they talk about, you know, really bombing, they're like it it, it doesn't happen often yeah. and it wasn't that bad. Like we recover.
0: Sure. Well, and I think that when you're for me when I'm in an audience and someone gets on stage and you can you can tell that they're a little nervous, you just want you just them to want succeed. Them. Yeah. You know, you want I them want to them. be able to do well and not you know you don't want to most people don't want to see somebody just totally blow it on stage or as a comedian or whatever we want people to succeed and yeah there's always going to be those hecklers here and there but for the most part i think people are like oh this let's see what this person has to offer and and you know they want them to do well and and you know we we get in our side of our own our own heads for the most part so
1: absolutely i mean wait, like you you don't you don't get tickets to something make the effort to go so that you can watch people do badly it's right. not that's not a good that's not a not a good reason to go out
0: and not at all so um let me ask you this what what would you say is the what kind of impact do you hope to have most with your work that you do
1: i i so i want people to to, and this this applies whether I'm talking about my business because my, my business consultancy is predominantly around interpersonal skills and 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 people connecting with people. Yeah. Um, so there there are a lot of parallels um, between that and, and my online business. Um, and and my <clears throat> deepest desire is for people to really know themselves and feel good and yeah. and, and really believe in themselves and their abilities. That's, that's just all the way through me. That's my fully aligned self is to, is to just want to help other people find that, that connection with themselves and know that they're, they're worthy.
0: Wow. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful purpose in, um, having an impact on people's lives. That's, that's so important. and so amazing that you want to put yourself out there and, and do that to help other people for sure. Um, do you, how has your, let's see, how do I, how do I phrase this question? How has your, your faith, I guess, increased over time as you've kind of dove into your own personal development?
1: Um, it's certainly been in question at various times um i think i don't know i don't know if i can answer the how has it increased but i kind of think about it like when we're not connected it's very hard to connect to that part of us it's very hard to connect to our faith yeah to our genuine I want to say knowing it goes beyond belief. And when we are connected, then we know, we know the difference. We, we, we know it feels right. It feels aligned. It, and we, and we're more certain of our purpose. And when we're in that state, it's a lot easier to let go of the, well, how am I going to do that? Do you know? (laughs) I've I've got this inner knowing, but how am I going to, I don't know. I mean, you know, if I, if I take my online world, which is fairly new uh, is how am I going to get my head around this technology? And how am I going to learn all these things? And how am I going to find the right people that are going to help me with this? And, you know, but when you know that, when you are truly in that belief and you, and you trust that then, you know, you're in the right place and, and you can't have anything but faith.
0: Wow, very cool. I love that answer. <clears throat> Absolutely love it. And what would you say has been the the biggest factor in keeping you going forward when things have gotten hard, whether it be in your business or in your life?
1: Um, hope. I mean, that's what keeps us all going, right? The small things. Yeah. Um, my tool, my go-to tool through every one of my hard times, and there have been many, um, is to control the controllables and let the rest go. Mm. That is my number one go-to, what can I do? And when we go into the, well, I can't do this, and I can't do this, and I can't do this. I I mean, when, when my husband was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, I um i was also diagnosed with breast cancer so there was lots going on and i had one and a half children at home still and and uh there was just so many things going through my head and i was so far away from my family as in my you know my parents and you know my brother and so on and i um <laughs> I, I i just had to go back to the control the controllables you know so yeah. i i can't make this change but what i can do is try to remain positive. What I can do is communicate clearly. What I can do is, you know, get medical advice. What I can, do you know, and if we focus on on the controllables, what we can do, and anything we absolutely can't control, we let it go, and just yeah. live in faith.
0: Wow, very cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and that's that's so important because I think that as humans we want to control everything and there's there's so much that's not in our control that we get so upset or we we fixate like oh if I can just do this or do that or and there's so much that we can't control and so yeah that's that's a important tool I think to keep in everybody's mind is you know focus on what you can control and don't get so fixated on the things you can't control because you're just going to stress yourself out you're just going to create you know anxiety and and so many things around those things if you just focus on the things that you can't control because you can't do anything about it anyway so why focus on it so yeah absolutely
1: it it really does make you feel more empowered if you do focus on those things so you know i when, when my late husband was first ill, I could have left, right? Yeah, like before true. he was diagnosed and before it was, you know, before he was particularly ill, he, you know, I could have left. That was a choice yeah. I chose to stay. Yeah. Um, my choice would have been if I had have left, my children would have ultimately had to look after him because he had no other family. Um, so that was another choice was do I leave him to the children to deal with? That's a whole bunch of choices there, right. um, and you know when we, you know, so so in the days when I didn't want to go, you know, I, I'd be out at work or whatever, and I'd, I'd come home and think, oh, what's going to have happened? And there were lots of things happening when you're living with somebody with dementia. It, it, yeah. You know, I I just had to keep reminding myself that I've chosen this. Like this is not, I'm not a victim of this. Mm. I wow. chose this, and yeah, I didn't like the choices. <laughs> but i did yeah. have control over what choice i made yeah and and getting to live in that is is a real privilege because so long as we have choices then you know we can do so many so much more
0: wow yeah what a what a wonderful insight to have that you made that choice mm-hmm. and to empower yourself with the fact that this was my choice to be here, and you know, I, I I can deal with it because I decided to make this choice, mm-hmm. and that's that's wow. I'm gonna ponder on that later. That's really powerful, actually. Thank you for sharing that. That's really neat. So, and, and you know, one of my favorite books is "Man's Search for Meaning," and mm. uh, by Viktor Frankl, and that's that's the premise that he talks about. Right? Yeah. We all have that choice, and yeah, things are out of our control, but we still can choose and internalize how we react and how we deal with them and uh so yeah i really like that that's a that's a neat perspective to have um the way you put it with your your husband's yeah um re, you know staying yeah in that choice
1: i've been in lots of situations where where i haven't liked any of the choices but there's still choices
0: right yeah absolutely
1: and not doing anything is also a choice <laughs> <laughs> true
0: <laughs> very true so um I, I know we've been going for a little while, but I, I always, this one, this next question is one I, I love to ask people in your, your industry or people who are into self-help and, and love helping people because I feel that we all have something in our past. But if you would say there was something in your past that you've had to leave behind to become the person who you are today, what would you say that is?
1: That's really easy. I walked out of an abusive marriage.
0: Mm, wow.
1: And that is a tough decision to make. Yeah. Um and that I and and I guess the thing that people need to know is that I don't like to ask for help and I don't like to accept help if it's offered. That's that's my nature. That's my that's my my nurturing. My dad's the same. Several of my children are the same, uh, not not coincidentally. Um, but but deciding not to internalize the messages that I was starting to internalize that things are my fault or that I'm somehow causing things when I know I'm not. Yeah, that was unacceptable. And that, and that was the bit where I went, no, 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 I'm not this person.
0: Wow. Because yeah. I'm a
1: true empath. Um, and so it's really easy for me to, to get really involved in everybody else's, you know, and he, yeah. he had an abusive upbringing and all kinds of, oh, you know, lots of very valid reasons that he needed to deal with. But I needed to have those boundaries to say, that's your thing to deal with. I'm here to support you through that, but I'm not doing that because that's not my thing to deal with. I have other things. Sure. Yeah. And and really establishing boundaries for myself of where where do I draw lines? That was an important moment.
0: Wow. Yeah. Powerful. So awesome!
1: Yeah, it is, and and I I've I've let those boundaries slip so many times since, and then that's part of learning who you are is where are your boundaries, right? And and what's okay for you and what's not okay for you, and 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 people emotionally invalidating is not okay for me, and that and that goes whether that's emotionally invalidating me or someone else, right. that's not okay for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. Very cool. Boundaries are important for sure. So absolutely.
1: Yeah. 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 And there will be a moment in each of our lives when we went this and no more, (laughs) you know? Yep. And then we make changes and that doesn't always have to mean leaving or doing anything drastic, But that, those changes are, and that's what tells me when I, when I feel afraid of something like my first cabaret class, because nobody believed I went back a second time because I looked (laughs) so horrified the first time, but that's when I kind of go, there's nothing dangerous here. And I refuse to accept fear just because it's fear.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool.
1: Thanks.
0: I love that. Um, great, great perspective. So um, so we've been been talking so many amazing things so far, and uh, it's been a great conversation, and I, I've absolutely enjoyed the discussion for sure. And uh, I could go on for, um, for hours talking about confidence <laughs> and, and all these, <laughs> these different things. Um, but I, I want to give you an opportunity to... Let people know if they want to connect with you and learn more about what you have to teach, offer. What is the best way for people to connect with you?
1: Thank you. Um, easiest way for, for you to connect with me, like on a on a personal level, is social media, I suppose. Um, and confidence through cabaret, you can Google it and there's about two pages worth of stuff. There's there's <laughs> There's all this, you know, the usual social media stuff. Um, so, you know, there's a YouTube channel. There's, there's all kinds of, of different things there, but uh, confidence We have a lot of, we, we put all of the, you know, um, uh, blogs and podcast and all the, all the social media stuff there also uh, confidence through cabaret community on Facebook is where we live it's a free community, and we we do challenges together, and we share things together. We share our skills, we share our experiences, we share our questions and our struggles. Um, and I'm also on Clubhouse, so I have confidence and attitudes on Clubhouse. Um, attitudes is my is my corporate training uh, business, so I have confidence and attitudes on Clubhouse, and we we talk about all things, all things, mindset, energy. You name it, so uh, so so you can find me there as well.
0: Very cool. Thanks. Very, very fun. And uh, those who are listening, if what Heather has talked about with confidence or with energy, mindset, the different things that we've kind of touched on in, during this this last hour has resonated with you, please go out and and connect with her on social media or go to our website check it out or get on clubhouse uh, clubhouse is a great way to connect in such a personal uh, form to learn more about people and just to interact so it's a, it's a great platform for that for sure so very cool thanks so heather i want to ask this last question and i usually like to, to end my my uh conversations with this question and it is if there was one to maybe three things you would say someone needs to do to unleash greatness within themselves. What would those be?
1: Oh, you know, I, I, I'm 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 following my intuition on this. I want to say own space, take up space, know that you deserve and you're worthy of belonging in this world like everybody else. Just just own it. Um, I would say, I want to go back to control the controllables, you know, really just, just know what you can do and focus on those things. Cause it's so easy not to, um, and I would say work really hard on not judging others, just work on your own self-confidence, let, let everybody work on theirs and support each other.
0: Wow. Awesome. Absolutely. Love that. Uh, very Cool. Uh, especially that last one focus on you don't worry about what other people are doing and then support <laughs> support it's hard
1: reasons. enough right <laughs> it's very
0: it's hard enough. <laughs> absolutely um, very cool um thank you heather so much for coming on and chatting and uh for such a, a wonderful conversation i really appreciate it it's been so much fun uh getting to know more about what you do and uh your story and just the uh, yeah, again, some of my favorite topics that we talked about today. So I absolutely loved it. So thank you so much for for coming on and sharing.
1: Oh, it's been an honor. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great.
0: <laughs> it's been wonderful. <laughs> uh, and for those listening, please reach out to Heather again if um, you love her message and what she has to offer. Go and, and connect with her and uh, go out there and unleash the greatness. Within yourself today, live your life to the fullest, and we will see you in future episodes. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me today. And I really appreciate you being here. And do me a favor, if you like this episode, please be sure to subscribe on your favorite uh, platform that you listen to podcasts on. And also leave me a message or a comment or a review. I I'd really appreciate it. Also, why I've got you here, if you are ready to take your life to the next level. I have a, an amazing program right now that's called achievement monthly and this is a monthly program where you can come and learn every month from me Adam Platt achievement coach and we're gonna go li- I'm gonna go live every month come on and help you get to that next level in life that next level of success that next level of achievement because you know up till now you've, you've done so well and you've done all you can but sometimes you just need a little bit more help a little bit more umph to get you to that next level and that's what this program is really meant to be and so it's uh designed to help you one learn what you need to do to get to that next level and two it's also meant so that you can uh network with other people so we're gonna train for about an hour hour and 15 minutes and then we're gonna break out in the group so that you can network with other people Get to know them and connect with them so that they can help support you in your goals, your dreams, and create the life that you want. So if you are interested in joining that program for only $39 a month, you can go and register at com slash achievement. And I am so excited to see you there and to help you get to that next level in life because, man, that's where everything starts to go right and happen for you. So go again, register right now at risetoconnect.com slash achievement. And I look forward to seeing you on the inside of that program and every month so that we can get you working towards that goal and that dream life that you want. Thanks and have an amazing day. Go out and make your life what you want it to be.